Hi everyone. Can I hear? Yes. Welcome to Bayviews. It's been a really long time um, that we've had a Bayviews episode because July has been a practically dry month. Um, not really that much of many uh, um, comebacks, but we try, you know, they try to satisfy us um, towards the end. Um, but I think, as you can all see, August August is going to be the month of comebacks. Already a lot in the first two weeks, more even to come towards the end of the month. So it's a pretty big month in terms of comebacks, which is really nice to see after going through this drought somehow. Um, but welcome to Be Views. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And today I'll be reviewing Do Exo's Do his first solo single or single um roles from the EP first mini album. Ugh, it's in Korean, so I don't know what's it called. I am so sorry, but I um. I don't know what the first album, I mean, I don't know what the album name is, even though I know I did listen to it. So, but empathy, okay. Yeah, that's how you write empathy in Korean. Wow. It's crazy. I realized something through the times of me learning Asian language, either it being Chinese or Korean. Um... If I know that one word is split into like two characters, it's it's really weird. So every time I see that, those kind of things, especially when I'm watching dramas, I'm like, wow, it, it amazes me. So we'll be checking um EXO's D.O. Uh, Kyungsoo's um, first solo single, first from the solo, his first mini album, um Empathy, and the title track was Rose. <clears throat> and then we're going to check out um, Dreamcatcher. Um, with a special from the special album, I love the fact that they emphasize on the specialness of this, um, because um, that's the title track for this episode. For me to actually record this episode, I had to wait for Dreamcatcher. It was really weird. And then next is um, Jackson Wang in collaboration with Internet Money Drive You Home. Looking forward to his album um, in November, I think. Well, that's what we all know. And then a very surprise single from God Seven's very own genial drop dive. So let's start with Dio's Rose. I just listened, I recently, I, not even recently, I just listened to this song right now. And um, all I could say is, the my these were my these are my feelings the first time I listened to it. It was a calming, it, it's a very calming song. It doesn't have any drop, nor does it have any climax, nor does it have any anticipation anywhere. It keeps the same tempo, it keeps the same melody, it keeps the same vibe throughout the song. You know, as his title track. Um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not satisfied. I see some people, there's some, um, uh, K-pop reactor. Um, he's really, I think he's a music person, judging by the way he reviews his songs. 
Um, personally to me, this song is not the type of song I'd like at first, but when I heard it the first time, I was doing something else. But when I heard it, I actually enjoyed listening to it. I mean, it's not a song I'd put into my playlist, but it's a song where if I'm looking for that kind of chilled vibes, it's definitely in my playlist. There's no climax to it, no there's anything different. You just literally listen to the same thing all over again for like 2 minutes, 55, 56 seconds. Really quite short. Short song, but it's calming. One may mistake it as a uh, as a B side, as um, but title track wise, it doesn't fit that, but it's actually a really good song, regardless of the fact that it's a title track or not. Um, because people expected this to be um. As you call it, something wild and different. She because like um Baekhyung's uh in village and Kai's mm, people's faves until this day. I think one of the best debuts ever. Solo debuts, you know, uh, you'd actually get from third generation, uh, K-pop idols. So. <clears throat> He went the similar route as Suho, the leader, went. But I think the chilled vibe of the song, I, I think currently I'm accepting songs that I really do like. So it's quite a cheesy, loving, romantic song. No beat drop, no anything. It's just, you know, nice guitar. You know, it's like the acoustic version of the original song. That's just how it feels. But one thing's for sure, I appreciate the fact that it's not a remake. SM needs to stop with the remakes. I mean, I appreciate you guys appreciating the classics. But as a debut, solo debut for one of your artists, I felt like it's more to give them something unique. And this was really quite unique. It was unique and simple. And I like that about it. Um, I think because it doesn't go all summer on us. You know, um, a lot of, especially from groups, have been releasing songs where they're all summery vibes. And soloists who have released songs, um, the songs are more chilled vibes. Songs that you can enjoy anytime. You can tell it's a summer song, but then it doesn't scream summer. It's it's quite implicit about it. So I think that's what I really appreciated about the song. It's quite a chilled song that you could actually listen to. Not even summer, but also during Christmas, you know, when you're chilling on the couch uh, uh, next to like a fire, like by the fireplace, and you're just there with your hot chocolate and your warm blankets. It's quite a nice chilled vibe song so surprisingly i liked it you know and i was like ah as much as not what i thought i knew judging by the teasers what kind of concept we're gonna get but because it wasn't a very strong debut 
some people may feel disappointed, but I was truly satisfied with the vibe, honestly. I think right now we need to we need something to dilute the kind of I'd be upbeat music we've been having for the past thousands of days, years. Um, because everyone is releasing same thing, hey, um, it's COVID and we're trying to, you know, brighten people up, some vibes. So it was nice to have something from a an artist, a very big name, to release something so you chilled and you need and it's and it's and it's his vibe. You know, it suits his personality. You know, sometimes you find out that there's just some artist where you can't expect an artist to go all big and experimental because that's just truly not them. So this genuinely did suit him. So I like that about it. And then next, when I get, we're going to get into Dreamcatcher's Because. So this comeback in general came as a surprise to me. Um, because I was like, okay, this is weird. All of a sudden, and then I saw that I even looked at them, the, what you call it, their, Lord, what is it? The teaser photos, like the concert photos. I was like, this isn't Dreamcatcher's vibe. This looks all bright and summery. But then, and then they labeled it as a special album. So this is not like an official comeback. This is more like a special album. I was like, okay, now it makes sense. And it made me appreciate the fact that they said special because I feel like some groups or some artists release specific music or specific sounds and label it as an album. Where personally, when you feel the whole vibe of the album, does not feel like it's an album. It feels more of like a mixtape kind of thing. So them labeling this, as a special album because even the b-sides are quite different it's it's interesting um this song the first time i heard it it didn't give me wow vibes but the theme reminded me of halloween and i was like how isn't halloween not in october but i was like oh they're ahead of that time hey um but when you watch because with like the live stage, I watched that comeback stage, um, and countdown, and you actually appreciate the song more than watching the MV. Because I think the choreo, I think the most unique thing in this song is the choreo. The choreo captures the feelings and the sound that they're looking for in the song, then the song if you understand what I mean. The choreo is quite unique. It's so cool and creepy. I think that's what made me low-key end up liking it. The life stage, it, it gave me a better perspective of a song. So usually if I'm not a, not really much, not it's not like I wasn't a fan of it, but if I have mixed feelings of a song in the first lesson, I prefer watching the live stage. That way... It makes me go, oh, this song's actually quite enjoyable because you see it in a different perspective because now you're not looking at it at an edited vibe, you know, music video type, but now it's a live stage. So the live stage of the song is pretty cool. This song does not go as hard as the usual songs, 
because we know how hard dream catcher can go but it's understandable because this is part of a special album so it makes sense that it's part of a special album so this was actually pretty cool come back to summer holiday yes it's from the special album summer holiday which is really cool so i think it's not if you're doing catcher fan who likes like hardcore this one may not satisfy that thrilling feeling in yourself but it's actually a song that if you watch it like live stage whether it's the showcase stage or what you'd actually enjoy it because of the choreo Next, Jackson Wang, Internet Money, Drive You Home. So this was announced when uh, Rich, Rich Brian, Nikki, and Warren Hill released a song, California, and then they released the remix with Jackson Wang, and then in the end, they announced Drive You Home. Drive You Home reminds me of... Drive You Home reminds me of Khaled's Be- Better or Taylor Swift's um, Blank Space. It doesn't have an explosion, explosive effect, but it has, it has something that draws you into the song. Quite simple, but quite deep. I think for me, this song... When it started, I think I liked it from the on start. When it first started, I was like, okay, this may sound like the typical pop songs I hear. And then it was his voice. Sometimes what makes a difference is the artist's voice. It was his voice that drove me drawn me into it. I became more interested into it. He, you know, as an Agase, I wouldn't specifically label myself as a Jackie, but as a just a person who enjoys uh Asian music or music from Asian artists, regardless of whoever they are, because he's part of my favorite group. Um, I shouldn't be like, oh, I have to like this. If I need to be honest, I'll need to be honest. So when the song started, I was like, okay, this might be the typical um pop song. And then he's he came in, and I was like, wow. If you if you know me. And like you look, you'll see my comments somewhere in the in the in the comments. It was like it was his voice that drew me into it. It's quite a simple and deep song. And his acting skills, bruh. I think this music video overshadowed the song because like when I look at a lot of art um reactors thumbnails, they're more on the the what? The more on his acting skills than just his the song, you know. I mean there's nothing special about it, but it has a chilled vibe. One of the reasons why I do appreciate songs that were currently released in the last this week, because they're quite chilled. They are not hardcore, and we needed chilled songs to mellow down the hardcore because hey, it was just going down. So, I, I I really enjoyed this song. This song is like a heartbreak song. I don't know what's going on with him, but this song is just so deep. It's too deep. <laughs> Way too deep. 
and you know i feel like um as an artist i know you're supposed to evaluate yourself work on being better and everything but sometimes jackson just scares me <laughs> i don't know if it's just me i don't think it's just me who notices this the things that he posts the things that he says i know he's sharing his feelings with us because you know just the sevens themselves they've come to uh, a, a point in life where we, there's this relationship between the friends and them they can just share whatever they want to say and him sharing this makes us look at him at a different perspective that it's not like he, he has you know a fun time doing this he also goes through difficulties for him to give us such a beautiful music video such a beautiful um song beautiful performance so i think a lot of people should appreciate him for that she's not really appreciated enough especially in the fandom than outside um the fandom doesn't really appreciate him enough and i feel like they should show him the same love that they show others the sevens the rest of the sevens because he honestly deserves it you know being labeled as the fun guy or being stuck in the fun guy's um persona or image oh i haven't seen this part of him fighting hey, i never really paid attention in this music video i wouldn't even lie oh i always skipped it hey well he's a good actor but one thing's for sure. Thank you, Jackson, for not adding the behind the scenes at the end of the music video. Oh, my God. Leave, leave me loving you. You listen to the song and then you're forced to, like, finish the rest of the song because he decided to put, um, to put, um, extras towards the end of the song. But it was nice to hear a song from Jackson Wang that wasn't, that didn't feel short. This song, well, judging by the music videos, four minutes, six seconds. Oh, it was nice to see him dance. Low key. Um, you know, so I guess the song's like three minutes, 50 something seconds. But still, it was really nice to see him. You could tell the amount of work he could put he put in this. And you know, with his album coming out, first physical album, like I think. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I wasn't going to lie. Because, you know, the first album, second, the upcoming album is not the same as the first album. You see? So, so I don't know how it's going to turn out. If you get what I mean. Um... Next, next is God Seven's Jing Yong. While we're out here preparing for Drive You Home, this nigga out of nowhere decides to drop literally, not even, he didn't even drop anything. I think it was on the K1's, um, one the K, uh, um, 
YouTube YouTube short YouTube story, um, him saying that he's gonna release a single, and we're like, what the hell? All of a sudden, and now we're out here like dealing with this like two got seven members in one day. Um, the first time I heard this song, it was through Spotify. I didn't finish the song. Because I'm not one of tropical band vibes. So I won't lie. The first time I heard the song, I was like, hell nah. And then... <clears throat> and then... Uh, when is it? And then... I was quite busy yesterday for no apparent reason. And then um, I had the chance to finally watch the special clip on One the K. I need you now. And the live performance made me enjoy the song. Because now I was forced to actually listen to it. And I was like, okay, this song is actually not as bad as I thought it would be. It reminded me of like the 1975 the happy vibes of the 1975. Y'all know the 1975 always has some deep vibe songs. So this was more on the bright side of the 1975. So it reminded me of the 1975 because it was more of like a band vibe kind of thing. And I was like, wow, Jing Young. <laughs> but I was like, but this is so him though. It's quite a happy vibe. Chill though. Summer, this one does scream some more of like, not really more of summer, but more of like taking a drive with your windows down, with your windows rolled down and your hair flowing and you're just, just taking a drive or just taking a walk in nature. This song makes you somehow end up appreciating your surroundings. It's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. So I think people are really, really enjoyed the song. Um, you know, from Jay Jackson's heartbreak, you come and soothe your soul with this, and then you go back to the heartbreak again, and then you soothe your soul. So this is literally how my day was spent yesterday, you know, because it was two different genres, two different feels, and I like that contrast. And it was nice to see Jing, and this was quite a surprise for us, you know, the fact that he made time to do this with his friend, his close friend, dis distract. We only we know him as the uh, producer distract. Um, but this is quite a beautiful thing. It was nice to hear his vocals. His vocals on the song was really beautiful, quite dreamy. Something that we haven't heard in a really, 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 really long time. So it was really nice. Underneath the waterfall. So that was really nice. You know? I don't really have much to say about it because it's more of dreamy, um, summer, you know, uh, band vibes. But one thing I could say is that it was refreshing. It was a nice way to end this month. This month has been empty on comebacks, having comebacks there and there. You know, like, we literally had a full week of no comeback. Same thing as what happened in June. It's not even funny anymore. So I think um, the contrast was really nice. It was really nice to end the vibe with chilled songs that I genuinely recommend. 
even if I wasn't a fan, I was probably gonna enjoy these songs. Cause I'm one to give a chance to people's songs, especially if I didn't like it the first time, I'll listen to it the second time to try and understand. And it was it was the one. No, no, let's see. So I recommend these songs to all of my listeners. You know, I think all of them are pretty chill except for Dreamcatcher's thing. But then still, chilled songs are chilled vibes, man. Like, how can you ignore chilled vibes? I think chilled vibes is what we need right now. You know, even though, yes, but yeah, chilled vibes are what we we really need right now. You know, sometimes you just need to relax during this COVID season. The bright enough and the chilled but upbeat enough to lift up our moods. I think that's what I genuinely liked about them. They're not just chilled vibes and just chilled vibes. They were good enough to up our mood and they're quite active and I like that about it. So as they did very well, I think these four artists did very well. I mean, three artists and a group, which is an artist. And continue to support them, guys. Continue to look forward to their music and look forward to August. Look forward to JB. Look forward to Sumi. To what's this chick say? Sumi. And the other groups I just forgot. But thank you so much for tuning in. Bye.